I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is why do students have to catch a train to Hogwarts? Hey there listeners, I'm Jem. And I'm Rhea, and this time we're talking about the Hogwarts Express. Finally. (laughs) I love trains. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't until I was like halfway through researching this episode that I realised hey, maybe we should have saved this topic for the 1st of September. That would have been really appropriate, but oh well. Oh, that would have been. Oh well. No, this is funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Just randomly in the middle of the year. I suggested this episode because I remember thinking about it years ago and looking it up. And when I was reading about it then, the impression that I got was basically that like 200 years ago or 100 years ago or whatever, there was some sort of Arthur Weasley-esque motherfucker in charge of the Ministry of Magic who was like, I like muggle things. Ottoline Gamble, yeah. <laughs> Let's make a train. Yeah. And it's like... Icon. I've always wondered, you know, <laughs> like, did they go with a train because it was the most practical and best method of getting hundreds of students secretly to Hogwarts every year? Or was it just this one madman who was like, yes, we're going to use a train. Mad woman. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. <laughs> Mad woman. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to investigate that question. Or do they catch a train because JK Rowling has an affinity to trains because she came up with the idea for Harry Potter on a train? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> oh, and apparently apparently her parents also met on the train trip that Harry supposedly takes. Oh. Not on the Hogwarts Express, but like the train from King's Cross to Scotland. Okay. That's where her parents met. Cool. Interesting. Great. <laughs> Sick one. <laughs> well, the train. So the Hogwarts Express goes between London, King's Cross Station, as you said, from Platform 9 and 3 quarters to Hogsmeade Station. It goes six times a year or more as needed. Mm-hmm. So it leaves without fail from platform nine and three quarters at 11 o'clock on September 1st every year. (laughs) It's never late or early. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Assuming he's catching the Hogwarts Express. (laughs) So I sort of split up my research into the history of what actually happened to get this train. And then the pros and cons of catching the train. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you split up your research. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. Excellent. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. One mind. I also have, (laughs) I have some additional stuff. I have cute, sassy train facts that I got from the HP wiki page because there was a few cute things there that I thought were fun. And then I also have like, what came before the train. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so dark. Before the train. (laughs) 
the time before the train. <laughs> That's like what Australia is like now. Oh, and I also have a section on trolley witch because who the fuck is the trolley witch? Yeah, it's fucking T two over here. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I had for the history that it started when Hogwarts students used to arrive at school in any manner that really caught their fancy. Mm-hmm. So they could use broomsticks which was mentioned to be difficult from carrying, like, trunks and pets and stuff, and I can imagine so. Yep. They could use enchanted carts or carriages, so I imagine something similar to the Thestral deal at Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. but maybe not even with a Thestral attached, just sort of like a, you know, magic cart. Apparition, which you can't do into Hogwarts itself, but I assume it meant that they would apparate into Hogsmeade and then walk, I guess, or have their parents apparate them. Well, see, that's what we would assume because... That's what we would assume because we're rational people. But when I read up on it, it was like, people used to apparate there, which caused many injuries because you can't apparate into Hogwarts. And it's like, what? <laughs> Were they just trying to apparate, like, like through a wall, basically? Like, into a barrier? Why? Why wouldn't you just apparate outside of Hogwarts and then walk the rest of the way? I know. It's very it's established consistently throughout the series that Hogsmeade, Hogsmeade is within walking distance. <laughs> sure, it'll take you like half an hour or something, but you can walk from Hogsmeade to Hogwarts. It's not that far. Yeah, you could even apparate there and then get one of those magical carriages they have yeah. <laughs> up you to know. The school. <laughs> Why? Why, wizards? Yep, that's great. And like the, the implication is from the way it was phrased by the apparition thing, that people try to consistently do this every year. It's like Timothy, you know you can't fucking uh-huh. operate into Hogwarts. Stop it. You're going to kill yourself. <laughs> it's like, technically I can. I'm just going to rip my legs off every time I try. But whatever, I'm a wizard. People also used to ride a variety of magical creatures. So Thestrals, I'm assuming. But maybe also dragons. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what people <laughs> rode into Hogwarts. Could be a Braxons, those big horses. Or Acromantula. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Those would go fast. They have lots of legs. I honestly... So do you remember, like, in high school formal, how yep. there was a bit of, like, cred associated to what sort of vehicle or transportation you arrived in mm-hmm. to the formal? Yes, definitely. <laughs> do you reckon there's something similar there was something similar going on here? It's like, oh, you came to school riding on, like, a dragon? That's dope. But I came to school being carried by a phoenix last year. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I win. Like, you know, things like that. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> Some lame person shows up to school being carried by their house elves. <laughs> in a litter. Yeah. <laughs> carried by house elves. Yeah, in one of those, like, one of those, like, palanquees things. And that's, like, on the poor house elf's shoulders. That's some rich asshole. There's also people who used to take port keys. This is an important one. Because this caused a huge problem in that a lot of people wouldn't arrive because they either missed their port key slot. So, like, you know, they, they just didn't get there in time. They couldn't find their portkey amongst the meaningless items surrounding them, mm-hmm. so they weren't informed yeah. what the portkey was or what it looked like, which is weird. Or they got portkey sickness when they arrived at Hogwarts, which is some sort of form of, I'm guessing, like a vertigo, where they felt queasy and they, they needed to be hospitalized mm-hmm. for hours or days, depending on the yeah. student before school. So it caused a big hassle. And it's like... I know. Why can't we just organize one fucking thing properly? <laughs> Like, God, like, imagine just being told, oh, you're going to have a port key in your house. Just find it. Like, blue skidoo your way around the okay. house trying to find it. Like, it's fucking stupid. Just tell them what it is. 
have a person bring it in for them, maybe. Tell them it's going to go off at this time. Be there with... Them. Like, it's so fucking stupid. So here's... God. <laughs> here's what I've got for this. I agree. <laughs> Wizards are stupid and bad at organising things. But here's what I've got. So all of those, like, broomsticks, enchanted carts, apparating, blah, 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 blah. Apparating? What am I talking about? <laughs> those were in, like the, like, the way in the Dark Ages, like in the early medieval times. And then when the statute of secrecy was... Before the train. <laughs> before the train. <laughs> and then when the international statute of secrecy was brought into effect in 1692, that's when the Ministry of Magic is like, okay, so from now on, people can't get to Hogwarts on their own because there's so many muggles that are seeing all of these fucking airborne idiots flying up at Scotland. So from now on, we're in charge of it. And we've got to think yeah. of a way to get all these children across the country secretly and what they started doing was they started having central port key hubs basically right so like in every town or whatever there would be one port key and all the students would have to go and find it and this is why a bunch of students couldn't find it because it wasn't like in their home it was just fucking somewhere and they had to stick to the regular port key rules of having it like a piece of random rubbish that muggles don't want to pick up because they're all in public locations Wizards, they're so they're so dumb. Why not just have like a week beforehand a bunch of hours go out to every student, yep. like they do normally, like two months beforehand about the books thing. But there's another hour being like, if you are in this like town specific, be like on this day at this time, please meet at this location. You will meet this person. They are a ministry official, and they will guide you to your portkey. And you will meet there with all the other students in the town and you should have a buddy system or some sort of system so that students mm-hmm. know who they're leaving with so that they can tell if someone's missing. And then that can be like a better system already. I just thought of that in two seconds. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate wizards. That, that is, that's a more organized system. I also hate wizards. That's a more organized system, but I think this also, it requires a lot of manpower mm-hmm. to like have one adult for every child. Here's what I was thinking. You know how the owls... No, not one adult for every child. One adult for, like... Every portkey. One town. So, we know... Yeah, every portkey in one yeah. town. So, let's say there's, like, I don't know, 20 or so towns scattered around, which makes sense because wizards are, like, a small population. Yeah. Let's say there's, like, maybe a dozen kids per town. I'm sure one adult can handle a dozen kids. Mm-hmm. Or about that. 12 to 20 kids. Yeah. And then the kids will know if, like, one person's meant to be there, things like that. You know, it's it's kind of better. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> that way. I'm not saying it's not better. Here was my idea, because I was also like, other suggestions that aren't the train. That was another section I had. You know how the owl shows up with your Hogwarts letter? What if that letter was also a port key? Yeah. <laughs> and just... That's a good one. On September 1st, the letter, you gotta have it in your hand, and it takes you off to school, and every student gets their own, because that's how the letters work. Oh, so it's a, a portkey activated on September 1st. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So, like, instead of having a train ticket, yeah. you just have a portkey. Yeah. It gets delivered to your house by an owl. You have, like, two months to acquire a new one if you somehow lose it, because the letter arrives early enough that you can go and buy all mm. of your equipment. And if something goes wrong and you can't catch that portkey, you go to the Ministry of Magic and the Ministry of Magic will arrange for you to be apparated to Hogwarts. Yeah, that is a better system already. Like, the only thing I was thinking of is people probably bring their letter with all their school books attached to it to, like, 
diagonally, so there's a lot of potential to lose letters there. Yeah. And then the problem is with that is is that that letter will still be activated on September first. So even if the kid loses it, some like scumbag from Nocturne Alley can find it yeah. and keep it until September first and get into Hogwarts, which is a problem. You could also have just not the letter itself, but an item that is delivered with the letter, like just any item that's letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's better. Sized. Yeah. Like I don't know the ribbon that comes on mm. the letter that ties it up, or like a little stone or something. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Wizards are real dumb. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's it's so, so good that like so ch- so many children get port key sick because that's just it's amazing. <laughs> that's me. Absolutely, that would happen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My anemic, asthmatic, BPV ridden ass <laughs> is gonna touch a port key and never recover. <laughs> I will be in hospital for months and <laughs> after ta- doing one fucking port key. Movement. I love you that, like, when all the children get port key sick, they have to go to the hospital wing to overcome their nausea and hysterics. So, port key sick, it makes yep. you hysterical as well as actually physically sick. So, <laughs> I can see why these many, many port keys were, like, not an ideal solution. Yeah. And the other thing that they wanted to do was they wanted to set up Hogwarts to be on the flu network because normally Hogwarts school isn't part of the flu network, which makes sense because then any random wizard could just step out of any random fireplace and that's not safe for a school full of children. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fine. But I thought, well, you know how they have Hogsmeade Station? What if Hogsmeade Station just had, like, a ton of fireplaces and everyone could just get the flu network into Hogsmeade and then get magical carriages from Hogsmeade into Hogwarts? Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't need a Hogsmeade Station, just a Hogsmeade. Yeah, just, like, a central location in Hogsmeade so you're not stepping into everyone's private homes in Hogsmeade. Make a little ministry building in Hogsmeade if you have to, rather than using someone's business, like the fruit broomsticks or something. That would be disruptive. Yeah. Like, Madame Rosemary would have to close business on September 1st to be like, yeah, a bunch of kids are coming. Can't have patrons in. Mm. Which is frustrating for her. Yeah. Well, that's why I mean, that's what I mean by a station. Not like a train station. The station is just like a big room full of fireplaces. Oh. It's like a flu station. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the Ministry of Magic. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem with that is Muggleborns, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, Muggleborns. Didn't think of Muggleborns. Yeah. I guess, once again, all the Muggleborns would just have to come into London and they would have to go via the <laughs> Ministry of Magic. Yeah, or go to a designated, like, wizard's house. So, like, you know, there's a bunch of students in the same town as the Muggleborn mm-hmm. that happen to go to Hogwarts that are half-blood or pure-blood, and, like, they agree with the Ministry forms and stuff to accept the kid as well into the house for the morning and then they can go with their kids. That could be an arrangement yeah, too, because this would yeah this would require some organization anyway. Because no matter what happens, you're still moving like a thousand, a thousand children with all of their luggage from one place or from many, many places into one place. It's always mm-hmm. going to need lots of organization, and there's always going to be lots of mistakes. Yeah. So, like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. You just work around these things. Or, if you're Minister Otterling Gamble in 1827, you're like, time to implement the choo-choo, chugga-chugga, big red train. (laughs) (laughs) Otterling Gamble is, like, honestly, icon. I love her. I've got here that she was much intrigued by muggle inventions and saw the potential in trains. Ah, so good. Love it. I wish I could see the potential (laughs) in trains. (laughs) So... She thought that the uh, 
getting a train would be a secure and comfortable alternative to unregulated means of travel. And this is where we learn more about how the Hogwarts Express mm-hmm. came to be into the Wizarding World. And I have a lot to say on this. Would you mind if I begin? Yeah. Yes, I've just got one thing which yeah. I got directly from the Wizarding World and I didn't find it on like HP Wiki or anything, so I'm wondering if you found this. Okay, go ahead. Where exactly the Hogwarts Express came from has never been conclusively proven. Yeah. Did you find that? Yes, I did, but I know why that's so. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So go into that, because it's amazing. Incredible. So the Hogwarts Express locomotive, originally built by Muggle engineers at Crew, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, it's C-R-E-W-E, mm-hmm. Crew, Cheshire, England, in the early mid-19th century. Now, this is a discrepancy I think you're talking about in Wizarding World, because we've learned that trains like this weren't built until 100 years later yes. than it's saying that it was built in Cheshire. So I think that's why the location of its creation is like in dispute because yeah. jk just made a big fat mistake basically <laughs> about when the train was built <laughs> yeah not only not only did the style of train that we see in like the movies and book covers and stuff didn't come around for a hundred years mm-hmm. crew the train making company didn't exist for another yeah. 10 years wasn't real and king's cross station didn't exist for another 20 years <laughs> so there's a lot it's, of discrepancy. JK clearly just didn't do her research before saying all this bullshit. Which is just, it's so <laughs> wild. Like, if you're saying, oh, the wizard stole a muggle train from a specific company in a specific place, why wouldn't you just look up the year? Like, you're saying a specific year. You didn't yeah. just say, oh, sometime in the 19th century. Yeah. She said a specific year. It's wild to me that you wouldn't have looked that up. And a specific place. I know. I know. And let's get back to this. They fucking stole a train. In 1830, the Ministry of Magic conducted a large-scale operation involving 167 memory charms, as well as the biggest concealment charm ever performed in Britain, in order to, quote, acquire the locomotive. (laughs) Steal. They fucking stole the train. They stole the train. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) That's so rude. It's wild. That's not allowed. They stole a train from a bunch of poor, penniless workers who were just trying to get a fucking check to feed their family rye bread and cheese. Like, what the fuck? I really, I doubt it, but I really hope that those muggles were, like, compensated for their time and effort. Because building a train, especially back in 1830, like, it wouldn't have been, like, a quick, easy thing. Each engine, I imagine, would have taken, like, months if not years to construct they're huge and big and complicated like like the company might have gone under if they just lost an entire engine and then it says they didn't get compensation because it says this the muggle railway employees in crew had the feeling they had misplaced something which stayed with them for the rest of the year the rest of the year oh my god what the fuck they fucked up these poor workers (laughs) we have got to do an episode on wizards messing with the memories of muggles and what it does to people because it's so fucked it happens so often and it's never really addressed in any meaningful way in the story yeah we've got to talk about it these fuckers just stole a train and then wiped the memories of these poor workers who probably have been like underpaid and abused while doing this fucking steam engine and then they're, they're coming home to their families and their family's like oh how's the work going honey and the, the poor fucking worker's like I thought that we were doing something, but I don't remember anymore. Like, what kind of... What does that do to you? <laughs> it's so upsetting. I know. 
months of your life gone. Isn't it so maddening when you know you've forgotten something? Like when you're packing and you've got the feeling that there's something you yeah. need to put in your suitcase but you can't remember what. Or you walk into a room and you know that you did it for a reason but you can't remember why. That is the most frustrating feeling ever because it's just right on the edge of your brain and you know it was there a second ago. And if you could just get it back, but it's gone. Mm. Imagine feeling that way for a year. Yeah. A year! You'd go nuts. And also... What about, like, I, I remember learning a lot about, like, you know, workers building bridges back in, like, the 1800s and how there'd be deaths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What if some poor people died building this train and then their lives were lost for nothing? <laughs> the, the public didn't even get the train they spent so long building. Wizards were just like, yoink, and took it. <laughs> <laughs> they just took a train and didn't give them any sort of compensation for the public that has spent months and thousands and thousands of dollars, presumably, building this important transportation services for themselves yep. <laughs> like it's just so fucking rude i know i hate it the other thing is when i was reading about this it's sort of implied that like maybe the ministry messed with the minds of the hogsmeade residents as well because it's like yeah the way it was phrased it was like and then hogsmeade residents were very surprised to wake up and find this gleaming scarlet engine in the platform that they never knew they had had in their town yeah. and it's like why why are you lying to people you don't need to lie to Just them like they know we're getting a train <laughs> they're part of it <laughs> what's going on you don't need to surprise them it's not like it's christmas morning <laughs> like what's going on here like I got a letter this morning from the local council that's like, we're going to be filling in some potholes on a street that's like two streets away from yours. We hope this doesn't bother you. Please contact us if there's a problem. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Fucking Magic is like, we're just going to install a train station in your town. <laughs> Surprise! What the fuck? Yeah, it's fucked. The Ministry, like, we always knew the Ministry was a totalitarian fascist government. But when we really do research into things like this, it really solidifies its place a lot more. It's wild. And it's so good because the tone of everything to do with Harry Potter is like a really whimsical, joyful children's I know. story. <laughs> so it makes really, really messed up things yeah. even worse. Because it's like, oh, and the wonderful residents of Hogsmeade woke up to realise the government had messed with their hometown and fucked with their memory. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, like, you know... Wild. Yeah, Beatrix Potter in, like, it's terms of, like, the way it speaks, but the content <laughs> is so dark. Oh, I love Harry Potter. It's like, this isn't funny, this isn't cute. <laughs> I'm so happy we do this series, oh because gosh. I would just... So, as a casual fan of Harry Potter, I would just never look into all of this stuff. I would wonder about it and I'd talk about it, but I'd never go into the research and find, <laughs> like, the depth of the insanity. <laughs> I'm so happy we do this series. Yeah, the further you look, the more mad it gets. (sighs) (laughs) So, from pure-blood families, there was initial resistance about using this muggle technology. Mm -hmm. But the ministry decreed that students would arrive by train or not attend at all. Yeah. Which is, yikes. So that means that all... (laughs) That's like, if your kid doesn't come by the bus to school, they're not coming to school. (laughs) (laughs) I get it, though. Because, like... Imagine all the fucking letters from the Lucius yeah. Malfoys of the world, which is like, this train is yeah. unsafe, unsanitary, and demeaning. That was what the mm. purebloods were saying. Like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Just use the fucking train. But it does mean that, yeah, it does mean that all of the students have to board the train. Like, it's a ministry decree that all the students from, like, Scotland, Wales, yep. 
and all of the places in England that are between London and Hogwarts have to travel away from Hogwarts to King's Cross Station in London and then back the way they came, yeah. which is a real hassle. Imagine living in Hogsmeade. Especially like... <laughs> oh, living in Hogsmeade. <laughs> you are in spitting distance. It's just... <laughs> and you have to travel to another country into the muggle world. <laughs> Catch a fucking train, which takes all day. <laughs> Just to get to where you started. And then walk into school. Like, surely you wouldn't. Surely you have to. Like, you, you, I know you have to, it's a ministry decree, but like, any, any reasonable society, so not wizards, would have some sort of system in place that if you live in Hogsmeade, or if you live, like, within an hour's travel of Hogsmeade Station, you could just go to Hogsmeade Station. Yeah. And then meet with everybody there. But that's not If you live somewhere where muggles are not going to notice you getting to Hogsmeade, it would be reasonable. But I bet it is not the case. No, that's not the case. Absolutely not. They all have to go to London. Yep. (laughs) (sighs) The audacity. Wild. It's amazing. So yeah, I wrote down how there was no information on where exactly students were travelling from during the period after the acquisition of the Hogwarts Express and the creation of the Hogsmeade Station. And before the opening, King's Cross Station. Yeah. A platform known three quarters in the 1850s. So for 20 years, King's Cross didn't exist. So it's very unclear of where the train was starting from. I've got to assume just, like, another train station in London. Maybe. Like, King's Cross wasn't the first, right? There would have been other train stations around. I don't know. Yeah. So... I've got some information about, like, the invention of Platform 9 and 3 quarters, if we want to go into that as well. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. There was a big problem, like you said. Well, first of all, there's this missing 20-year gap that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it was also a big problem being like, well, the train starts at Hogsmeade Station, but where's it going to go to in London? Because we can't build a wizard train station in London, the muggles will notice. Okay. It wasn't until... 1855, when Evangeline Orpington, the then minister, came up with the solution of adding the concealed platform to the newly muggle-built King's Cross Station, which is only accessible to witches and wizards. So, Mm -hmm. I love this. Because having a wizard's platform part of the muggle train station is maddening to me. Where do the train tracks go? How do they get through London? Yeah, it's very confusing. In, in my head, it's like, you know how you know how the night bus drives on muggle roads yeah. and then just everything that's muggle on the road sort of just careens out of the way of the night bus? Yeah. I kind of like to think that it's like that. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think the Hogwarts Express just fucking zooms around on muggle train tracks wherever it wants to go and like leaps from track to track and regular trains that are on there just sort of jump out of its way and it's all yeah. nonsense. I think it's similar sort of magic to that too. Now that I think about it, I always get—I guess I kind of always assumed that yeah. when you go through the portal, you go to like a different dimension, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I never really investigated that thought <laughs> that when you go through the wall, you're in like a different space and it's sort yeah. of liminal. And then when, as soon as you're, you've exited the station and gone into like London, it's back in the Muggle world again. But that doesn't make any su- fucking sense. That's stupid. <laughs> it feels like it though that's it, what it feels like like you said when you step through that portal it feels like you're in this weird liminal space that's yeah. not connected to anything else but it is because the train gets out of that space travels through muggle space and then ends up back in magical space yeah yeah so it must be like a night bus so it's not fucking Narnia no it's not it must be like oh, how does it work about with the doorway though going through the brick wall 
So are you still on the Muggle platform, but you just can't be seen by Muggles now? Is that like the magic around it? No. I think it's a bit like the TARDIS. Okay. So I think that the the wizard platform just sort of is folded into Muggle space. Like it's there. Yeah. But it's just it's just in, in a way that doesn't work in a physical space because it's magical. Okay. There's just an entire platform that's squeezed in there in between the Muggle ones. Like the Leaky Cauldron a bit. Or Grimoire Place. Yeah. Like there is a shop there, but it doesn't seem like it. No. It seems like there's just two shops next to each other. Yeah. No, Grimoire Place is like that. Leaky Cauldron is like, it looks like an old DVD or CD shop or something like that. But really it's a bar and there's like a hotel on top of it and then it leads out to Diagon Alley behind it. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense spatially, but I guess. Yeah. So maybe not even spatially. So like, I don't know the layout of King's Cross Station, Mm -hmm. but let's say that there's like 20 platforms in total. Okay. I would just think that there's, there's really 21 platforms but one of right. those platforms is just hidden from muggles. Muggles don't know it's there. They can't see it. Yeah. They can't access it. They don't notice that it's taking up the space that it takes up and that okay. there's a train there. All right. And that's platform nine and three quarters. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense to me now. It's like Grimmauld Place. It's the same thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Imagine like you get a piece of paper and you fold it so that like there's a crease in the middle of the paper, but the two edges meet and the, that stuff that's in the middle of the paper is still there, but yeah. you're only moving from one edge to the other, so you're not seeing it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. That yeah. was much. That was a much worse explanation. <laughs> yeah. In that way, do you think that, like... Hmm. Do you think it's, like, a secret keeper thing? Like, you get the ticket that says Platform Man Three Quarters, and then you know it exists and can access it? Or not? That's a good question. That's a good theory, I should say. Because now I'm just imagining, like... Little muggle-born children who are, like, nine or ten years old being like, Mommy, Daddy, look! Platform nine and three quarters! And the parents being like, You're insane! Our child's insane! Platform nine, (laughs) platform ten. Nothing in between. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's cool to think that there's a secret keeper, but then I don't know who that would be. Like, somebody who works at the Department of Magical Transportation, I guess. Well, I'm assuming it would have been, like, the minister who put it in place, and she's long dead, so maybe the secret keeper thing. But no, that's not a thing. It's not really a thing. I think it's more just, like, a magical place. Like Diagon Alley or Grimoire Place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it was just a thought that entered my head. (laughs) (laughs) So having a wizard platform in a muggle train station causes problems, because, like, Mm -hmm. wizards and witches... They're constantly walking through there with, like, big trunks and owls and spell yeah. books and magic brooms and shit. Like, what's the, um, a very Potter musical or a very Potter sequel joke where he's like, You're the 10,000th child to ask me about Platform 9 and 3 quarters and I still yeah. refuse to admit that it exists. Yeah, that's it. It's my favourite <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's usually, like, on days that the Hogwarts Express is leaving or arriving, a bunch of plain-clothed Ministry of Magic employees on the King- in the King's Cross station mingling with the Muggles to, like, dole out memory charms, I guess. Which is really? just incredible. Like, oh, it- secret police. <laughs> Jesus. Because, like, they're always getting weird looks, like, when they're walking around with owls and ferrets and stuff like that. Like, people are giving mm-hmm. them strange looks, which you would. Like, I don't often see an owl. 
Yeah. And if I just see one, I'd be fascinated. But, I, um, <laughs> I don't think if you just see someone walk past with an owl in a cage, I don't think you get your memory wiped. It's more like if a student drops no. their trunk and it bursts open and out rolls a bunch of cauldrons and a fanged frisbee that goes flying off and smacks someone in the face, then you would get your memory erased. Yeah. And your mouth fixed because the fanged frisbee <laughs> tried to like decapitate you or something. Eat you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Because you saw some woman, like, get eaten by a living frisbee, and you're like, oh god, what's happening? And then suddenly you're like, hmm, yeah. my train left ten minutes ago, what have I been doing yeah. all this time? A lot of people have an issue with the with the wall and going through it, and how don't people notice it? I just assume that if you're standing near the wall and you have an intent to go through it, whether you're doing a run-up or a casual lean-in or just a simple walk-through, it's a similar sort of magic to, like... Mm-hmm the phone box at the ministry where muggles just don't notice you. There's like notice me not charms. It's like they just don't look at you because yeah. of the magic of the wall and you're using the wall. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not that hard guys. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really in the movies, but in the books, it's only the really young kids who are really nervous that like do a big run up and smash themselves into the wall. The, yeah. the older kids don't do that. The older kids just sort of, walk until they're near the wall and then they're on the platform. They don't yeah. stress about it. And it's not a big, like, messy ordeal like it is with Harry and Rod where they're trying to get in in second year and they fucking stack it. <laughs> yeah. And we get the return of Bitter, yeah. like, like King's Station man, who's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> love him. <laughs> like, you're being funny, oh, do you? Platform love that man. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, yeah. there's like a ton of scenes where it's like, oh, you know, Harry went up with Fred and George, they looked around to make sure nobody was watching, and then casually leaned against the wall and slid through into platform nine and three quarters. Like, yeah. it's just not a big deal. It's, it's so easy to ignore that mm. as a muggle who's being influenced by magic. Yeah, and also it's like a busy morning, you're rushing to get to work, you're not really paying attention to what some kids are doing, like, you know. <laughs> I never look at anyone on the train platform in case they start talking to me. Yeah, I don't want to be approached. Like, my actual hell. <laughs> yeah. I also read this. The platform has a distinct smell, one which lifts the spirits of young wizards who, like Harry Potter, look forward each summer to the start of term. What is this smell? What? I need to what know what smell? it smells like. I... Can I bottle it? I want to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the smell? Does it smell like, I don't know, steam and many owls in the same place. Because that doesn't sound very Lots nice. of teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Lynx uh, Africa. What does a train platform smell like? <laughs> Gosh. The only other thing that I have about the platform is this quote from J.K. Rowling. In choosing the number of the concealed platform that would take young witches and wizards to boarding school, I decided that it would have to be a number between those of the muggle platforms. Therefore, it had to be mm-hmm. a fraction. The number nine and three quarters presented itself without much conscious thought, and I liked it so much that I took it at once. It is the three quarters that makes it, of course. I really love this. Because, like... Sure. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. We don't don't spend a lot of time on this podcast defending J.K. Rowling, but this time, you know, she's right and she should say it. Nine and three quarters is a great name for a thing to have. Yeah. (laughs) It's the perfect name for anything. Nine and three quarters. Love it. Whether it's a platform, whether it's a podcast, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great name. (laughs) It's a genius name for a genius person to put on a thing. (laughs) I have some things to say about 
the train itself, the Hogwarts Definitely. Alright, so here's something that I love. A quote. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Originally steam-fitted by the muggle who built it, the Hogwarts Express now runs exclusively on magic. Yep. So this quote single-handedly proves my point that I've brought up a few times in this podcast, Mm -hmm. that the idea that muggle technology and magic don't mix is entirely bullshit based off archaic prejudice. Yep. And that they can absolutely do mix, and they have before. Mm -hmm. So, get fucked. I'm right. (laughs) And I love it. Because this whole train, which was built from for being a piston-run steam engine, is now runs completely on magic. Mm-hmm. So, and is implied to yeah. be sentient. I found that out as well while I was doing my research. That's cursed child. Yeah. Yeah, it's a magic train. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, cursed child. <sighs> so, yeah, if you can make a train run on magic, you can make a TV run on magic. Yeah. Like they just—it's just prejudice. They just choose not to figure out how. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's, like, a conscious choice. I just think it's something that's always been believed and no one's really questioned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. just... Yeah. I think you could definitely have internet at Hogwarts or have a, a mobile phone at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... Hermione says that magic makes electrical things go haywire. Even if that's true, I firmly believe that you're, like... one. Well, yeah, I know it's not true. But even if it is true, I firmly believe that, like, once wizards are, like, you know... Once muggles are like, here's a phone, here's how it works, wizards could be like, okay, we're going to do the exact same thing with magic, because we have magic. Mm. Let's just make a magic internet. Yeah. Let's make a magic yeah. Netflix. You know what's an electrical item? A payphone and a radio. <laughs> and wizards have those. They have those exact things. <laughs> but they also just work with magic yeah. and technology combined. Yep. So, get fucked. A car. Wizards have wizards cars. Wizards have cars. They don't really run on electricity, though, but still. No, but they have an electrical component. Yeah. Uh, it's got a. It's called a battery. <laughs> I guess, yeah. If your battery goes flat, your car won't start. Oh, a car's an electrical <laughs> appliance. Sure, okay. <laughs> Fine. Mm. They have kettles as well. Although, although they never state that they put kettles in their fireplaces, I just always assumed that they use an electric kettle because that's what everyone besides Americans do. But, like, you know... They could be, they just put them over the fireplaces, too. No, I think it's the old school, like, right. like iron yeah. kettles that go on the fire. Oh, God, it that truly is like a miracle. It's disgusting. <laughs> just... Yeah. There's something in, like, like when they go to stay at the burrow, Mrs. Weasley makes toast on the fire. So, like, when, if there's any reference to a toaster, they don't mean an electrical toaster. They mean, yeah, like, okay. those prongs that you get where you put a piece of bread between them and hold yeah. it over the fire. So, like, wizards are still doing things real mm. old school. <laughs> That's true. Hagrid does cook sausages in the fireplace as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> but it's not as good as an electric toaster, no. which wizards should have. They just should because they have magic. Have it in like Sabrina where you can deliver messages through the electric toaster. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Incredible. That, that's how you get your Hogwarts letters from now on. Okay. Um. So, what else do I have to talk about? We have pros and cons, and I have sassy train facts, and I also have a section on the trolley witch, which I know it's from Cursed Child, but there's some things that I want to talk about. Let's go with some pros and cons first, maybe? Okay. Pros and cons. I have more cons than pros, but I still think the pros outweigh the cons, so let's see how we go. Want to start with pros or cons? That's interesting. I have more pros than cons. Okay. Yeah. 
One of my pros is that the train is safe. That's what I've got as well. <laughs> it's not safe from things like um, Dementors and Death Eaters and shit. No. But it's safer than like flying a broomstick from London to Scotland. Yeah. Or getting caught in the flu network or getting portkey sick or things like that, you know. Yeah. One of my pros is that it is discreet because muggles don't think a train is magic. Yes. So they're not alarmed by a steam train in the middle of London for yeah. some reason. But then again, I have the question of, like, Harry Potter's set in the 90s, so I guess, like, there's still some steam trains running today, like, but they're kind of archaic and they're mostly mm. used for novelty. But what about maybe 50 years in the future? Maybe even less, when all the trains are electric? People would start to notice that there's just one steam train left, wouldn't they? They'd be like, that's weird. I, f- I think muggles probably wouldn't notice. I think if they, if a muggle sees the Hogwarts Express go by, they're just like, there's a train. If they even notice it at all. Okay. I don't so think they're think like, that, like mm, a red train that says Hogwarts on the side, mm, full of people with magic wands. They're just not seeing it that clearly. Okay. All right. One of my pros was that everyone's in one place. So it's not like in the, in the days before the train when there was like, you know, 60 kids coming from apparition, <laughs> 20 through porkies, all this like awkward, you know organizing of all these different kids coming through different means they're all on the train everyone's on the train everyone who's not on the train is expelled <laughs> basically is the vibes <laughs> yeah as like whoever uh, whoever works at the department of magical transportation and their job is to manage the hogwarts express it's much easier than it is to manage a thousand students finding their own way to hogwarts yeah i have as a pro it's good to do things like muggles sometimes i think for like mm. the fucking sassy pure blood students who are like mm, this train's so dirty and beneath me like sh- suck it up sit on the train yeah take forever to get to a place this is what it's like to be a muggle <laughs> live with it <laughs> um that's a good point i had that um <laughs> students trunks teachers and pets can all fit very easy easily and comfortably on the train there's no like the way the train is set up is that they're, like, distinct little carriages and they fit four to six people very comfortably, so it's not like everyone's crammed into the train. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, pleasant ride. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It is very pleasant yeah. as well. That's a good point. Mm. One of my pros is that uh, the students don't all get port keys. <laughs> that is a good pro. What about... Nobody arrives nauseous and hysterical. <laughs> I would still arrive nauseous, at least. I'm not good with the travel. <laughs> Yeah, you're weak. I'm weak. I'm not meant for it. Don't have the constitution. Uh, one of my pros was that symbolically, like, so this is more of a meta pro. The train works really well because yeah. it's a slow motor transport, but it takes you directly from point A to point B. It's an express, but it does it slowly and gradually. So you can see the Muggle world slowly drifting away, and you're going towards a destination in the far north that's like mysterious and magical and you're excited to go there and the excitement builds with the train journey yeah which is good it's good oh if we're doing meta pros i love Mm. the train the train journey is so good you get to do so much fun stuff on the way there love it and it also gives you like a liminal time on the way back yeah you can like decompress after the events which were usually hectic and traumatic of the end of the year and just spend some time with your friends and think about, you know, what's going to happen now. Like, there's so much, yeah. there's so many meaningful moments on the train. And it's so, it's this fun mix of magic and muggle as well. Oh, on a yeah. meta level, everything about the Hogwarts Express is fantastic and I love it. Yeah. 
you have time to change in and out of robes, so it's like a mm-hmm. good transition in just the physical change. Like, you're going from a big magical place where everything pops them out of smoke and happens instantaneously to taking a long five-hour trip across the countryside, which slowly goes from being magical and whimsical to back to the sturdy, stable, like, suburbs and then the city of the muggle world. So it's mm-hmm. very transitional. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Trains are cool. That's another meta argument of mine. That's another meta pro. <laughs> I love trains. <laughs> I wish that we had them in Australia, but as you know, we have no trains in Australia. I know, except for the ones that go loudly past my window and you can sometimes hear on my microphone if I can't edit them out. <laughs> Our constant secret third guest, the loud train noises by Rhea's house. <laughs> That's all my pros, though. I have some cons now. <laughs> okay. I have one more pro. My final pro is that it tires them out. A big, long train (laughs) ride when everyone's really excited and hectic. By the time they get to Hogwarts, they're just tired and they want to eat and go to bed. That's good as a teacher. Yep. (laughs) You don't want a thousand excitable students. You want them to get there and be like, ugh, I'm so tired. (laughs) They're all tuckered out. Speaking of loud train noises, God, can you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. So loud. <laughs> I had some cons now. The train is easy to miss. <laughs> Almost every year, Harry nearly misses the train or just outright misses the train. <laughs> like, <laughs> nearly every year. Yep. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> and if you're not on the train, you do not go to Hogwarts. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It also, we've talked about this, it only leaves from London. That's just a big fuck you to everyone living yep. in Scotland and Ireland. Yep. My first two <laughs> so coins stupid. were... Two coins. My first two cons were compulsory, which we've gone through, and annoying for anyone between London and Hogwarts. Yep. <laughs> My next con is that it takes eight hours. That... <sighs> it's slow. Yeah. And then my last con is that it, it can be stopped because it was stopped by Dementors and it was stopped by Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. So it's not too magic. <laughs> I have I have a couple more cons. One is that the students are unsupervised because usually the only adults on the train are the trolley witch who like provides no supervision and the train driver who we don't even know is real, like whenever we see them. I assumed he wasn't real. I assumed it was just a magically running train. It's just a magic train. And Lupin's like, I'm going to go talk to the driver. And he's just like talking straight into the engine because the train just drives itself. <laughs> Lupin just yeah. goes to the front of the train and he just looks around at the empty fucking driver's part and he's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, con. But if I'm here and you're here, then who's driving the train? <laughs> Con. The only available food is candy. Oh, yeah. That's not good for, like, an eight-hour train ride. With a bunch of children who respond exclusively well to sugar. That's, yeah, no, they're going to be having sugar highs and crashes and bouncing off the walls, literally. (sighs) They need lunch. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, my final con... Hogwarts students have to pass through an incredibly busy station full of muggles with all of their many, many wizard things. Yeah. That is a problem. That, it's like, there's so many muggles. It's such a busy station. It's the middle of the day. Yeah. It's got to cause so many hassles. The big, the busiest station mm. in the UK. They could have just oh my God. had the station outside of the city of London in like some weird little suburb somewhere that no one really cares about because it doesn't matter. 
Because wizards will go there. They only have to go there once a year. Twice a year, sorry, to pick up their kids again. Yeah. Like... Or six times a year if your kids come home for holidays and are not, like, lonely orphans. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't matter. Like, you know, mm. it's so weird. Why is it in London, in King's Yeah, Cross it's Station? weird how much muggle stuff is in London. <laughs> like, I know why muggles live in, ci- in cities. That makes sense. But muggle society isn't based hmm. around keeping ourselves hidden from the muggles. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's so weird that so much wizard stuff is right in the middle of these big cities when it should be out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. But then I guess maybe the mm. UK doesn't have much patches of middle of nowhere. We see a bit of them in, like, Deathly Hallows and they go camping. But maybe most of them are, like, nature reserves and stuff. You can't really, you know, put magical stuff in there. I don't know if it would interfere. I don't know. Because I don't know much about the UK countryside. Like, in Australia, there's just big patches of fucking nothing. Like, you could put any... You could have yeah. entire wizarding communities just living in buttfuck nowhere, and no one would know. <laughs> no one would ever suspect. <laughs> yeah, something like... Something like 95% of our population lives on, like, 2% of the land. Like, yeah. Australia's just empty. It is empty and underpopulated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it really throws me. I was listening to a podcast today. It was it was Potterless, and he's an American, and he was talking about how he went to a tiny, tiny middle school where his words. And he's like, yeah, there's only like 60 people in my grade. In his grade! <laughs> what his the grade. fuck? In his grade. Our primary school had 100 people total. <laughs> there were 10 people in my class, in my grade. Mm. That's it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, God, Australia has no one. Has no it's one. just nobody here. No one here. Just you and me in an empty country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, anyway, so maybe it's different in the UK. Maybe they don't have as many, like, you know, dead spots. Yeah, dead spots. In conclusion, from the pros and cons list, I had more cons, but all of the cons are, like, yeah. organizational things. Like, you know... It's it's tricky to bring all these students into the middle of London and they're unsupervised the entire time they're on the train. But I think the pros that it's, you know, safe, discreet, those mm. things are better. Like, it's more important that all of the students are taken to Hogwarts in one centralised place that doesn't have a lot of risk of students getting lost and not making it to the school and being discovered by muggles. Like, it just seems like a really practical solution. Yeah, I mean, I think the pros outweigh the cons as well. I agree. Except for the whole putting King's Cross in... The the whole putting the platform land for quarters in King's Cross. That could have been better delivered, I guess, but we don't really know for sure. Yeah. Uh, The best thing that I can think of is it's like, where do you want to hide a book in the middle of a library? So where do you want to hide... A thousand people who have to travel in a place where people go to travel, mm. where nobody's going to notice that there's a thousand people who wander into the building and don't wander out because like 20,000 people go through the building every day. So it doesn't really make a difference. That is a good point. If it was the middle of buttfuck nowhere, that was maybe like a tiny little town that had a post office and a pub and nothing else, they would probably notice a bunch of people walking around with owls and toads and broomsticks and weird clothing and attitudes. Yeah. They would notice that. Yeah. Six times a year, a thousand teenagers and children show up, get on a weird train and leave, and then come back later. Like, that's... With their weird families that don't know how to dress in normal clothes. Like, it's very, very notable. Yeah, so fair enough. What what, what else did you want to say about... Was it the trolley witch you wanted to talk about? (laughs) The trolley witch, yeah. 
basically all I have to say about the Trolley Witch is that I found this when I was reading about the train driver. It is unknown if the conductor underwent the same sort of progressive mental takeover by the Hogwarts Express as experienced by the Trolley Witch, and by the same token whether his life was similarly extended. And then I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What was that? And I found out that, like... I hate the Cursed Child. The Cursed Child sucks. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah. So, if the Cursed Child, it's implied that the Trolley Witch is, like, 200 years old, that she was born before the Hogwarts yep. Express was created, that she was hired by the original Minister of Magic, Ottoline Gamble. Not the original. The one who originally created the Hogwarts yep. Express. And that her mind has, like, been taken over by the Hogwarts Express, which is sentient, and she's, like, its avatar, and is the one who's there t- yeah. to, like, guard the train and make sure none of the students get off. And um, also, apparently, some people believe that she's not actually a real person. She's, like, an incarnation of the train. And I hate everything about that. And that she has giant claws. Yeah. 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 And she also... She sounds like an eldritch horror from, like, Welcome to Night Vale. Mm-hmm. Like, she sounds like a god of the train. Oh, yeah. It's, like, really fucked up. If she was, like, the train <laughs> the train woman in Welcome to Night Vale, I'd be like, yeah, I love the train woman. But in Hogwarts, it's like, why? She was just such a sweet old lady who handed out candy. Like... Yeah. Why this... Why? <laughs> also, she makes her food into grenades. Because, Rhea. Why? Because a snake just can't be a snake, and a trolley witch just can't be a trolley witch. <laughs> she has to be some fucking stupid, anthropomorphic, terrifying demon lady that throws grenades that are cauldron cakes at you. Just like a snake has to be a Korean woman <laughs> who's trapped into this horrific curse. <sighs> Yep, anyway. I hate that's it. all I want to I say about it. the trolley witch. She's the only part of the train that I don't like. And then the only other thing that I have is... And it doesn't matter, because that's all in Cursed Child, so it's not counting. Yeah, Cursed so Child doesn't, doesn't count. Matter. I have some sassy train facts. Would you like to know some sassy train facts? Yes. <laughs> so, when I was... I'm always super ecstatic to hear about trains. When I was reading through the trivia on the Hogwarts Express HP Wiki page... Like, there was just all this detail about the trains that I don't care about. But it was so cool that whoever wrote it was obviously really passionate about trains, and I'm into it. Yes. Yes. Because the Hogwarts Express is portrayed by a J.W.R. Hall class locomotive, its original paintwork was Brunswick Green, not Crimson Red. The unusual paint job on the engine has sparked much controversy amongst Great Western Railway fans. Amazing. I love it. Incredible. Who cares? They care. The I Great Western it. Railway fans care. <laughs> They're like, this fucking train is messing with everything. This stupid crimson red exterior. It's supposed to be Brunswick green. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I love it. To promote J.K. Rowling's fourth Harry Potter book, a West Country class Southern Railway locomotive <laughs> named Tor Valley was painted crimson red and given the Hogwarts Express nameplate. Yet it was rejected by Chris Columbus, the film director, because it looked too modern for the film's taste. Hence, Alton Hall was chosen as the star for its stately appearance. I love that this talks about the trains like they're people. (laughs) So good. Yeah, it's like it's a beauty pageant. (laughs) The other train's like Miss Congeniality, and then like (laughs) Alton Hall or whatever it is, is like fucking... Alton Hall, star of the show. Oh, so good. Throughout the films, the Hogwarts Express has had its iconic whistle, but in the third film, a different whistle is used. The reason for this change is unknown. 
<laughs> Wild. <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron is just, he's just spit stirring the pot all throughout the third film with all of his artistic choices, and I respect him so much for that. I love it. He's, he's pissing off the train fans with his use of a non-standard train whistle. <laughs> Pissed, he pissed off everyone with what he did with that film. It was great. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> the locomotive used for the express, Alton Hall, raised eyebrows in the British train spotting community, since for the films it bears the name Hogwarts Castle. Many people thus refer to it as the hall that thinks it's a castle, referring to a separate <sighs> larger class of engine built by the Great Western Railway. Oh, I'm so happy! <laughs> I love these train facts. There's so much sass in this community. <laughs> oh my god. God, I, I wish it. I was a train spotter now. Uh, that's it. There was like yeah. so many more train facts on the HP wiki page, but those were the only really sassy ones. I love it. I, w- I would definitely be part of the train spotting and like a train obsessed community if I lived in a country that had trains, but unfortunately I live in Australia. <laughs> we have no trains in Australia. <laughs> um... <sighs> I just have one more fact. Okay. Which is, remember the time in 2009 when we visited England and we caught the Harry Potter train, which is like, I don't know where it started. Was it, um... Not London. It was Cornwall, I think? Yeah. No, it was like, uh, it was that place by the sea. That's very specific. Had the giant seagulls, though, that were like bigger than our heads and we freaked out about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> terrifying seagulls. Yeah, I remember that. It goes and like so over the aqueduct the and stuff from the movie. Yeah, and then mum tipped an entire thermos of yeah. boiling hot tea onto my lap and screamed. Yeah, it was great. I love that train ride. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it went from that place of the seagulls to Edinburgh, because we, we stayed in Edinburgh for like two days. Mm-hmm. But I remember vividly like going to the viaduct and it was all magical. But the most magical thing I remember from that, besides the thermos, which was very funny. <laughs> yeah, that was, was magic. looking out the window. Yes. <laughs> was, Looking out the window and like the forest was whipping past the window, and just for a split second, I saw a big fuck off stag yep. just standing looking straight at me through the window, mm-hmm. and I was terrified and in full awe. It was so big, it was big and grey, and it was standing so close to the window that I was so worried that it was gonna like be do like a kangaroo and just jump in front of the <laughs> fucking train and like crash the train. Yep. But no, it was just standing very silently. And very seriously, like a forest ghost of like the old times. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so beautiful. I remember that. <laughs> you and I both saw that. Um, you and I both saw him, yeah. I should say. I know it's a him because of his big antlers. And just being like, yeah. oh my god. And then mum and dad didn't see him. And then they called us liars and said that he wasn't there. They did. <laughs> Even <laughs> though we both saw it. <laughs> and- why would... It wasn't, like, just me or just you. Yeah, in, like, in the same instant, we both looked out the window and had the great idea to fake seeing a deer <laughs> as a cool trick, a cool prank against mum and dad. <laughs> they were both, like, playing a little board game or something or, like, organising the biscuits and tea, and we it's just the happened the Toss to the Pigs game out. that they always play on Yeah, track. the Toss the Pigs game. Yeah. yeah. No, we just happened to be looking at the window at the exact right moment, and it scared the shit out of me, and I'm still in awe to this day, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> I think, truly, Prongs wrote again that night. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... So that's our episode on trains. <laughs> I have been Jem, and... I think that the choo choo chugga chugga big red train is the best decision J.K. Rowling made for the books. <laughs> uh, I've been Rhea, and I may be painted crimson red, but underneath I'm all Brunswick green, baby. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.